Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. You're listening to the podcast guaranteed to take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He's the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, international keynote speaker, ultra marathon runner, and the founder of Best Year Ever Coaching. Here is Hal Elrod. All right, goal achievers. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your host, Hal Elrod. And uh, today we are starting a um, kind of a series, uh, kind of a series. We did this last year and uh, I'll explain what I'm what I'm referring to here. So the best year ever blueprint, you're probably aware, uh, is our annual event that we do uh, the in December. This year, it's the second weekend in December. And for all the details, you can go to besteyeareverlive.com. Uh, if you want to join, you know, three or five, this year, over 400 goal achievers in San Diego uh, in December when it's cold everywhere else, but the weather is like 70 degrees. It's amazing. And uh, it's just an amazing experiential, an event, an experience like you've never, ever, ever ever been to uh, before. And I always tell people to like go to the website um, and just scroll down and watch the little video toward the top and you'll know within three minutes if you must be there, you can't miss it or you don't want to come anywhere near us, uh, you know, or that that type of uh, experience. So you'll know really quickly. So bestyearverlive.com. The series that we're going to do that we did last year, we got a lot of great feedback. It was kind of an experiment last year is once I got in the mode of thinking about the event and, and you know, um, we've got uh, I think 130 spots are already taken just from last year's attendees, you know, signing up for this year. Um, but I started getting the mode of going, okay, let's start promoting the event and sharing it and inviting people to to join us. And uh, once we got in that mode last year, I thought, hey, what? Well, here's an idea. Let's let's in, uh, interview people that were at the event last year because the event is largely about becoming the person that you need to be, developing the mindset, the plan, the habits, etc., to achieve all of your goals in the coming year and you know make it the best year of your life. And uh, very much in alignment with with the podcast that we're you know running here, the Achieve Your Goals podcast. I thought, what if we interviewed, you know, what if we took like some of the you know great success stories from last year's Best Year Ever Blueprint, people that really implemented it at a high level and had amazing results, and we interviewed them to talk about their results, what they accomplished since last year's event, and uh, and then most importantly, what are what were their big lessons and takeaways that that they implemented that allowed them to get such great results that they can share with you and that you can implement whether or not you go to the event you know either way you can get the get get the value that they extracted and that they implemented and that they proved works because they got great results so last year we did this i think we did eight of these and uh got great feedback from people they really enjoyed it and so here we go again uh round two so this is uh today is our first interview with a best year ever blueprint attendee from last year and not only is she a best year ever blueprint attendee but she is a member of our Quantum Leap Mastermind program. When I say Quantum Leap, or our program, that is John Berghoff and I um, have at the Best Ever Blueprint, we have Quantum Leap Mastermind, uh, the program every year where member, you know, new members join and that sort of thing. And, and today we are interviewing, I am interviewing Megan 
Lyons. And I want to give you a formal intro for Megan because she, uh, she she's incredible. She's absolutely incredible. I'm really excited for this. I just, Megan's got amazing, like, she's just like one of those people that, like, she walks in the room and she's just super, her big smile and she's vibrant and she has amazing energy and she, like, you know, she makes everybody feel good. So I'm, I'm feeling good that we get to talk today and that you get to listen in on the conversation. So it's going to be good. Um, so Megan Lyons, she holds degrees and cer- certifications from Harvard University. Northwestern University and the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and she's a candidate for a master's in holistic nutrition. So you might get the uh, the idea already of where her expertise lies. But uh, Megan is the f- owner and, and the founder founder and owner of Lions Share Wellness. The Lions Share Wellness. Uh, she's deeply passionate about inspiring others to feel their healthiest and their happiest. And she's changed her really game changing approach to wellness with thousands of people through personalized health coaching, health and wellness blogging, uh, motivational and educational speaking, and she is the author of Start Here, Seven Easy Diet-Free Steps to Achieve Your Ultimate Health and Happiness, which is a top 10 Amazon bestseller in nutrition. And uh, in her you know, free time, she lectures widely at hospitals, corporations, organizations. When she's not health coaching, you can find her running, cooking, reading, traveling, and cheering on the Dallas Mavericks. And yes, she currently lives in Dallas with her husband, Kevin, and their adorable dog, Maverick. And uh, as I said, I, you know, I, I, just, I love Megan, and it is truly my pleasure. I've gotten to know her the last year. My pleasure to introduce you to Megan Lyons. So, Megan, welcome. Thank you so much, Hal. I'm just thrilled to be here. You know I'm a super fan of yours and, and podcast as well. No, it's, it is mutual, completely mutual. Um, cool. So let's, uh, so let's do this. So you, well, first of all, I'd love to know, how'd you hear about best year ever blueprint last year? How'd you hear about the event at all? How'd you end up there? Yeah. Like most people, it probably started through your book, which then led me to the podcast. When I found the book, it was about July of 2014. And I had been looking for resources to deepen my own meditation practice. I had been doing a gratitude journal for probably three years at the time, and I had been exercising for probably 12 years at the time. So I had bits and pieces, but I really needed something that would um, would tie the whole thing together and would give me a purpose behind what I was doing, what I knew I, quote, should be doing with these yeah. personal development practices. Uh, and so I, I was recommended the book and loved it. Then started following the podcast, heard the stories actually from last year, just the equivalent of what we're doing here today. Oh, that's, is that amazing? Did did you ever imagine you'd be one of the stories? (laughs) I I never imagined. I really didn't. I'll be honest. I went into the um, best year ever event really with no expectations. It was a, an oversight of mine that I didn't really invest much in myself in terms of conferences and speakers and things like this. So this was my first big one. And oh, wow. I went in saying, all right, take it or leave it. If it's terrible, then I never have to go to one again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And it was anything but terrible. It was so amazing. I'm really excited to talk about it today. Awesome. I, um, I, yeah, I, I do that a lot. I always, like, I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know, invest some money in something. And I'm like, well, if it's the worst thing ever, we'll never do it again. You know, it's like, it's worst case scenario, it's the worst thing ever. We don't do it again. But, you know, best case scenario, uh, we're really glad that we did. So, 
Um, very, very cool. So, so we went to the event, and then the um, so let's so let's talk about at the event, and, and I know because we just talked before the call about like what you know what were the big three results that you got. Uh, when you were there and what were the, which I'm excited for the, you know, the results were amazing, but the lessons that you're going to share, I think are really, 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 really cool, really profound and really relatable and actionable for people. So I'm excited to dive into those, but starting with the results, like you went to the event, I know you, you, you made some commitments at the event. So what, what, what were the commitments you made at the event? And then, and then how have those played out in the, gosh, it's only been what, seven or eight months since, uh, since the event. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm going to spring a surprise one on you here because as you were giving the intro and talking about the video that people can watch at bestyearoverlive.com, is it .com? Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, you can actually see me crying in the video reading my gratitude awesome. letter. Awesome. Yeah, and so going from someone who had no idea what to expect from the event to someone who was completely broken down and emotional and happy and sad and reflective and just um, going through this huge transformational experience led me to my first accomplishment, which was really to uh, prioritize what's important to me. So I have it at the top of my affirmations now. My gratitude letter that we wrote during the event was to my husband, Kevin. Uh, And he he's always been amazing. He's been super supportive, but I really did not prioritize him before the event and didn't give him uh, the time and the energy and the love that he deserved. So I think that's been a huge accomplishment for me is remembering every single day that he's my number one um, and, and acting in accordance to that. Wow. And so you added the, the letter you wrote to him, you, that is now typed into your affirmation so that you read it every day? So it's not the whole letter, um, because the letter was a little bit long, uh, (laughs) but it's a couple sentences from the letter and just a a reminder to myself that um, my business is hugely important, my clients are hugely important, but at the end of the day, uh, prioritizing myself and prioritizing my husband is, is the most important thing to me. Yeah, you know that that reminds me of a. I mean, it's it's a beautiful realization, and and what I love is that you're. It's not just a realization that you realized and then kind of forgot about. It's one that you made sure through affirmations was in front of you every day, right? right. Um, but uh, and it reminds me, um, John Vroman, who you know we obviously loved John Vroman, and um, he's a big part of the Best Year Ever Blueprint. But he uh, he taught me that. Um, I guess probably I don't know a year or two years or so ago he had a realization where somebody asked him what he did for a you know or what what he did and he answered i'm a coach i'm an author i'm a speaker you know and uh and then he kind of went he paused and he went uh, oh and, and i'm a dad and a, and a husband you know and it like it, it that moment he said was this really and i think for anybody listening there there's i think there's value in, in this lesson that john taught me which is he realized that um, the way he was prioritizing things, it was it was showing in his language, which is he was viewing himself as an author, a speaker, a coach, and 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 yet, you know, at the end of the day, his role as a husband and father were more important than all of that, right? Like at the, you know, yes. I mean, you know, his his kids weren't going to remember how many mortgage 
payments he made, right? So like, exactly. where, whereas we so often think that, well, I've got to provide, I, you know, I think I'm a provider because he actually called me when he told me the story. He goes, what, what, what's your number one role in life? You know, and I was like, I'm, I'm a provider, you know? And he goes, really? Are you though? Are, are you a provider? Like, is that what matters to your family is how many times you pay the mortgage? You know, yeah, they don't want to be out on the street, but, but if the, the point is, he, you know, and it's what I think that you, you did and the realization you had, which is like really, when you really stop and look at what's most important in my life, and it it it, it, it almost always is the people, right? It's Absolutely. Almost, and our our own our own us is the first person, right? Like you put your oxygen mask on first, you know. I mean, you being a health coach, right? Taking care of ourselves, but so often it, it's these these exterior ego driven goals, like making money and all these things that we we prioritize as number one. But at the end of the day, you know, when you know when you if you if you got news that you were dying. Right, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, I got it. I got to get. I got to make some more money." <laughs> right? That like, is so right, and it takes breaking yourself out of that cycle of go, 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 and really stepping back and reflecting on that for a lot of us to realize it. It might seem obvious to people who have already um, prioritized what what is meant to be prioritized, for, but for me, it really took stepping back and looking at that. And what you said about. Um, prioritizing yourself as well. I think a huge accomplishment for me over the last year is becoming less stressed, recommitting to my miracle morning, deepening my miracle morning practice and turning work off at the end of the day and and allowing myself to relax and sleep and all of this that I preach left and right every day as a health coach, but I had not committed to doing that for myself. Hmm. Hmm, really powerful. So uh, let's, let, let's go through this. So there's three big, the three big results, and you threw that bonus one in there, yes. um, which was which was actually really, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, that you know that that may be the or, or not even. I mean, that's like the most beautiful, valuable one, right? Is is um, realizing that your husband is number one priority and, and actually living in alignment with that that realization. But uh, you published your first book, Start Here: Seven Easy Diet Free Steps to Achieve Your Health and Happiness. And I know that was so so. Just real quick on that, like I know that was something you had been working on. What was it about going to the Best Year Ever Blueprint that that like triggered it to finally get done? Yeah, so I started working on my book in January of 2015. And for a while there, from January through I think March, I set aside a couple hours on Fridays where I wrote. And I did that. And I don't know what happened in March, but I just stopped writing. And so I stopped. I ended March about 75% of the way through with a book that was great content and ready to be out there. And I just hit this plateau. You know, like I say with clients who stop exercising, momentum really is a powerful thing. And once you don't have momentum, I was just kind of stagnant. Now, the, you did the best month ever challenge before best year ever, and I picked up writing um, and finished the book through that challenge. Then I went to the conference, and I, had, I heard from amazing speakers. Chandler Bolt was there, and I really got the opportunity to reflect on, okay, I just need to get this out there. I need to get over my fear of, oh, no one's going to like the book or someone might judge what I say or whatever or the time that it takes to even get it on Amazon and get it published and just do it. And so I did it very soon after. I I published in January, January 14th of this year, uh, and it's been amazing ever since. 
Awesome, awesome. And great, re- I mean, you've gotten great feedback, great reviews, great response. So again, for anybody listening, if, if you know, um, achieving health goals is one of your goals, uh, Megan's book is Start Here, Seven Easy Diet-Free Steps to Achieve Your Health and Happiness. And that uh, it's on Amazon. Is that the best place to get it? That is it. All right, so next next result you achieved, which this is, I, I really like this one. Um, you in uh, in 2015, you did you had a, you did a, you had a six figure business, right? Hundred thousand dollars in revenue in 2015. But the goal that you made at Best Year Ever was to go from hundred thousand dollars in revenue in 2015 to hundred thousand dollars in profit, right? This That's year. That's right. That's right. Very yes. cool. Yes. So if you had interviewed me in December, I would love to say I have achieved it. I haven't achieved it yet. It's just August, um, but I am definitely on track to doing that. I set up uh, the big goal at Best Year Ever, which was the $100,000 in profit. And then coming out of it, you had us do uh, develop an action plan for specifically when we were going to do the next several things that, uh, that we had determined to do. And very soon after the conference, I sat down and I broke that goal into monthly goals and how many clients I would need and all these kind of things. But I'm a, I'm an over planner sometimes. So, um, I, I did very explicit planning and I am definitely on track to do that. Very cool. And, and we're probably going to bring you on stage, uh, in December at Best Year Ever in San Diego. So you better get it, get it done. All right. I will do that. <laughs> Added pressure, There's but the good pressure. Positive pressure slash accountability. Yes. Um, and then last but not least, and this is really, really cool because I think this really speaks to the quality of life kind of component, um, which is you. not only did you, in, you're, you're increasing from 100K in revenue to 100K in profit, but you, what did you, there was something you decreased in that process. What, what did you decrease? I did. I actually see clients one day less, which sounds backwards because I wanted to increase my revenue and profits, but I realized that I was really running myself ragged. I was seeing clients five days a week. I was doing school one day a week, and then I was doing emails and catching up and all this kind of stuff the other day of the week, and that really didn't leave any time for my number one goal, which was myself and my husband. So I decided to cut clients back to only four days a week, and believe it or not, no one freaked out. Everyone fits into the new schedule. It's amazing to have time and space for both my personal life and to plan and um, and feel like I'm going into the week set up for success as opposed to I'm just in this cycle of work, 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 work. So in 2015, I did 972 one-on-one um, hours of coaching And as any coach would know, that comes with a lot of extra preparation and uh, follow-up and marketing and all this kind of stuff. Um, And you helped me through, through our coaching session as well as through the Best Year Ever event realized that I needed to raise my rates yet again. I had done it five times before, <laughs> uh, before I talked to you, but you, you encouraged me to really bump it up a lot, almost doubling my rates, and that has allowed me to continue growing the income side and reducing the time I'm spending doing it. Yeah, and I was paying it forward. I forgot, you know, one of my 
coaches or I can't even remember a book I read. Something was just got, kind of encouraged me. It's like, you know, you're you're not, almost all of us aren't charging what we're worth, you know, just because of our own insecurities or fears or, you know, self-doubt or whatever, limiting beliefs of what we're worth or what people could afford or whatever it is. And um, yeah, and, and same thing with, you know, like for me, I, I, I used to coach, you know, four calls a month with people, clients. And, you know, for the last few years, it's, it's two, it went down to three calls and down to two calls a month. And um, yeah, like you said, nobody, nobody complains, right? It's, it's kind of like if, if the, if the mechanic said, Hey, I can fix your car in two hours or four hours, uh, either way, it's going to be fixed. What, what do you want? <laughs> right? Exactly. You're like, well, I just get it done in two hours so I can go home. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's all about the results, not, not how long you spend or, you know, with somebody. So, um, really cool. So, all right. So, so, so let's get into the how. So this is really the, 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 the meat coming up here with the, the lessons. And, and I know what these are because we talked about them. So really, really powerful. Um, you, so you're able to increase your revenue while decreasing your amount of work days by 20%, which is really significant, right? Yes. Um, and, uh, and so one way you talked about, you, you know, you, you almost doubled your, rates, which that, that's a great way to do it. Um, but what are the other, what, what are the, I know you have four, there were four really powerful lessons you shared with me that our listeners can apply to their own life to achieve their goals. Uh, let's dive into the first one. Sure. So the first one was thinking about your life holistically, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. I think a lot of people can tend to be very business focused and let business be your whole life. Uh, but at Best Year Ever, we did level 10 goals in 10 different areas of our life. So they were career, of course, but then also personal growth and health and fitness and fun. And I had never, ever thought about making goals for myself for fun. And I'll be <laughs> honest with you, that one was the scariest. One of my fun goals was to go on vacation and disconnect from work. And I had literally never done that before. Um, and it was, it was very scary for me to even write it down, but I did it. Um, wow. And it was amazing. It was incredible. I, I will do that for hopefully most vacations, almost every vacation that I take from here on out. So thinking about setting these goals for all aspects of my life, arguably the more important aspects of my life was just really eye-opening for me. I had been really good at the business side and, and really good at the health side as well, uh, but I needed to tie it all together. Awesome. So thinking of your goals, uh, your life and your goals holistically, uh, I think is great. And yeah, like you said, including fun, right? Like what, why would you not set goals around fun, but we don't even think about that, you know? It's That's like right. we, we, whatever, whatever's left over, we'll have fun, you know? Um, yeah. Or we have too much fun, but it's not planned fun. It's not it's not fun that's that's in line with a goal for it. It's just watching television or being lazy or you know what I mean. It's not even fun necessarily. Right. It's just it's just a, it's just a form of procrastination, right? So very very different be, than being intentional with your fun time. Absolutely. Really really cool. All right. The the second goal and this so so this is around the the goal we're about to talk about is that you're about to share is about thinking bigger and. Um, you and I, when we were talking before the call, I was like, well, what, you know, thinking bigger, it just sounds so generic. You know, everyone says think bigger, blah, blah, blah. But there's two things. Number one is that I realized that we all need to really do it. Like we all, like even me, I, I have, I have, um, I have in my affirmations, uh, you know, affirming, reminding me like, think bigger, you're, you're capable of more than you allow yourself to even consider possible. And I think for everybody listening, that is true. 
you are capable of more than you ever, you know, even consider possible for you. And, um, but what I love that you shared and I'd love for you to share, um, is you talked about that you've, well, you can talk about how you want to, you know, how you think about thinking bigger, but I would love to hear about how you, one of your idols, someone that you've looked up to and admired, you finally, instead of separating yourself from her, you finally, uh, saw that what, you know, that she was evidence of what was possible for you. So talk about thinking bigger and and how that played into kind of this idol of yours. Yeah, absolutely. So I always believe that we will grow into the intentions that we set, Mm. meaning that if I set the intention to make $20,000 in one year, I will grow into that. It was a big stretch at the time for me to think about $100,000 of revenue, and I need to continue. I can't be satisfied saying, okay, that's great. Pat myself on the back. I did it. Uh, I need to continue thinking big so that I can grow into those intentions. And for me, just like you said, it was the shift of thinking of myself as, oh, I'm going to become the best I can be within my comfort zone to I'm going to really become my true potential and my full intention. So what I wrote down, I have my workbook in my hand from best year ever last year, and it says, I will think big. I can impact so many people, and it is my duty to share my message. Having a far reach like Gabrielle Bernstein is not impossible. And it makes me chuckle even reading it again. Gabrielle Bernstein is an incredible speaker um, in health, wellness, meditation, mindfulness, and she impacts thousands of people every time she does a talk. And I would have in the past looked at that and said, oh, wow, she got lucky or or she has something that I don't have. I'm not quite that good. Uh, But now I see myself just on the journey to get there. I am, uh, I started at a different time than her. Our paths are different, right? But I don't have to think of myself as lesser than her. I'm on my way to becoming as great as I want to be. I love that. I love that. I think that we, uh, you know, it's, it, we all do that. We all create this separation between people that we admire. Like, oh, if only, you know, they've been, like you said, they've been doing it longer than me, or they've got more experience or more connections or more money or, more, you know, whatever, right? They're better looking than me. They're whatever. <laughs> and I think that it's one of the most important uh, ways of thinking where comparing yourself to somebody is great, but not in a way where, like, they're different than me, but how are we alike? Like they, they all, yeah. they started at nowhere, right? Like, you know, and if they can do it, that's evidence that I can too. So I, I just, I loved when you shared that and I love that uh, you shared that now. Um, what is the third lesson that you, uh, that you learned uh, through your journey, Megan? So this one I stole from you. You've said it many times on the podcast. Um, I'm but sure it, I stole it from somebody else. So go ahead. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> There's, there are no new ideas, right? That's right. Oh, So it's about becoming the person I need to be to impact others. I determined my mission and my purpose while I was at Best Year Ever to become the person I need to be to help others feel their most vibrant, energetic, and healthy selves so that they can ultimately start a health ripple that will make the world healthier. So again, we're thinking big here, but it starts with becoming the person I need to be. And this is what we talked about before Uh, getting myself out of the stress hamster wheel, recognizing that it's okay to fill my own cup so that I can fill others' cups, and uh, not feeling selfish about it. I used to feel so guilty if I stopped working before 11 p.m. or if, heaven forbid, I had dinner without my computer in front of me or something like that, and 
And I don't feel guilty about that anymore. I'll be honest, it's a, it's still a challenge for me to uh, recognize that I need to put that stuff away. But when I do, I, I don't feel guilty. I know that it's just as important and that I'm better at serving my clients when I do prioritize myself. I love it. So focusing on becoming the person that you need to be and, and taking care of yourself. And, and it sounds like there's there's two sides to that coin for you. It's it's per, both personal development, right? Like developing yes. yourself into the person that you need to be in terms of your knowledge and skills and all that to serve your clients. But it's also just taking care of yourself, right? Like self-love and, and, and self-care and relaxation, rejuvenation. Is that is that accurate? Absolutely. Very cool. Um, all right, so we've got think of your life and your, your goals holistically. We've got think bigger and, and, and take someone that maybe you admire and just imagine that, okay, if they can do it, I can do it too. And then focus on becoming the person that you need to be to achieve your goals. And then what is your fourth lesson? The fourth one is pause to plan. So best year ever is obviously intentional in the timing of the year that you all uh, hold the event. But it is such a perfect time. December is so often for entrepreneurs and and anyone else a whirlwind of, oh my goodness, I'm just going to get through the end of the year. I'm going to squeak by and do whatever I can not to get fired or get, uh, you know, break up my relationship or something like that. And taking a couple days out from that cycle to pause and plan and reflect and grow is such a gift that I gave myself and that I hope all the, uh, the listeners will give themselves too. That pause to actually plan is so valuable. I would say 10 times as valuable and more, more valuable in December than it would be any other time of the year because you really are able to get your year started uh, feeling energized, feeling focused, and feeling determined. Yeah, it wasn't an accident uh, that we put it in December, (laughs) right? Uh, But I think you're right. Most of us, like, we go into the, uh, you know, December ends up being usually – uh, sometimes it's a, it's a big month for people because they've got like deadlines and quotas and you know but but it ends up usually ending week like the last week of December is I call it you know it's the holiday uh, you know the, creating like this ho- these these holiday habits where you're like ah it's Christmas and then ah it's New Year's and I'll just I'll just I'll just jump I'll dive into it after the first of the year and and, and start you know getting getting serious about my goals and making it the best year ever and and what happens is it's kind of like if you're preparing for a marathon like you wouldn't the week before the marathon or leading up to the marathon you you wouldn't stay up late and overeat and over drink and be lazy right like you'd be so so why do we prepare for our best year ever that way you know um absolutely yeah and i think that the idea is that if you uh to have your best year ever you know make december your best month ever and that that's kind of the the focus and you're living proof that you know that if you that you know if you if you implement which not everybody does but you you did so i love that last one pause to plan and uh and megan i <laughs> i'm i i like you i think it's it's the commonality of entrepreneurs right like we just you know, it's like planning isn't actually getting us results in the moment and we want results <laughs> in the moment. So we would just got to go, 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 go. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to take that one to heart and I'm going to implement it, pausing to plan. Um, all right. So uh, in, anything else to, to share with, with our listeners? Anything else that has been really valuable for you, you know, this year that, that uh, any wisdom, any, any lessons, any habits, any realizations, any strategies, any apps, you know, or tools or uh, technology, anything at all that you uh, think would be valuable to share? 
Oh my goodness, that's such a broad question. <laughs> I could probably think of a hundred, but I'll, I'll say two quick ones that came up as you were asking. Cool. Um, one, we just had a QLM, a mastermind call with Pat Flynn, and he suggested the Muse headband. Have you tried the Muse headband yet? I have, and I, I, I didn't give it enough of a chance, and I sent it back. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love it. Really? I, 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 it's so funny, I thought about buying, like I, I bought it because he recommended it, and then I was like, ah, I don't know if I need this, and I sent it back, and then when he was talking about it the other day on the call, I was like, I should buy it again. And <laughs> anyway, I, so I sell me on it, tell, tell me. Well, so for people who, like me, are unsure whether they're doing meditation, quote, right, Muse provides that feedback of, okay, this is improving you, and okay, you've strayed a little bit. So you hear these great birds when you are calm, when your mind is calm, and you hear crashing waves and things like that when you're too active. And for me, I love data, so I love seeing how I'm improving on some days or, okay, today I'm stressed. I wasn't, my brain waves weren't as calm, whatever. I just love seeing the data there and I love the uh, reassurance that I'm doing something right. So I would definitely recommend that. Um, and then the other thing I just posted in our, uh, I can't remember if it was Best Year Ever Facebook group or Quantum Lake Mastermind Facebook group this morning, But one of the best things I've gained over the past year is so many book recommendations. I love reading. And again, it was a gift that I didn't give myself very often, even though it's in the Miracle Morning. Uh, But I have recommitted to reading this year. And I've read some fantastic books. And I'm one of those who likes to read every single word or doesn't put it down. But I'm getting a little bit better at getting the important points and then kind of letting it go if I need to. Beautiful. I like it. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's in everything. It's, it's a quality over quantity, right? Like just getting right. one idea from a book as opposed to trying to absorb all 300 ideas and, you know, absolutely and, and overwhelmed. You know, you said that, I don't know if it was that best year ever or somewhere else. And so what I've done this year is I've created a spreadsheet where every time I feel like a, a bit of a nerd saying this, but every time <laughs> I finish a book, I'll enter it into the spreadsheet and I'll say the one thing that I commit to implementing from the book. And then every time I add a new book, I have to go read the entire list back and make sure that I'm implementing everything from the previous books that I read as well. So if I'm not, that's that sets off a trigger that I have to go back and reread that book. And like you said, I don't have to implement everything. It's just that one big takeaway for me. Nerd or not, if, if, if that means you're a nerd, I don't want to be a whatever the opposite of a nerd is. The, 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 that that's a great that is a great tip, and that and that's it. It's about what what do you implement from the book, not what do you learn or what do you, right. It's like what are you implementing? How how are you changing your behavior or your right? It's you know so yeah, that's awesome. Really really great. I'm glad I asked you for the extra tip because you just delivered a lot of value. Because a the Muse headband is now in my Amazon shopping cart, so thank yes. you. <laughs> and B, you reminded me of, you know the the reading is uh, the the the. Actual actionable reading, tracking what you're going to implement is awesome. So cool. Well, Megan, you, uh, as always, a delight. I really, really appreciate you uh, taking the time to to share your your best year ever this year. And uh, most importantly, the, the the valuable lessons that you learned that, that I, our audience has hopefully written down and is going to implement, uh, you know, following the call today. 
Wonderful. I appreciate you as well, Hal. This was fun. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll see you very soon. And then if you're listening to this, hopefully I'll see you in December at Best Year Ever Blueprint. Again, go to bestyearevelive.com. Scroll down to watch the video, uh, and then and then you'll know. You'll know. Either you want to be there or you don't. And uh, either way, I appreciate you for listening to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. really, really means a lot to me. Uh, I love you. And uh, until next time, I'll talk to you next week. Everybody take care. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. So we want to know what were your big takeaways from this episode. Simply head on over to halelrod.com slash 139 for episode number 139 and leave a comment there on the show notes page letting us know what your big takeaways were. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to halelrod.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then if you would, please leave a rating and review because rating and reviews truly are the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because they help more people find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. So now, until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.